You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If you haven't heard, it's a good idea to fit probiotics into your daily routine. Fortunately, Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls make that so easy. These adorable little pearls couldn't be easier to take, and they support both digestive and vaginal health, all because of the probiotics. There are actually one billion active cultures protecting against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort, all in one tiny little pearl. To learn more about Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com. This is Michael Carter's world. Started on Venice Beach, now he reaching the world. He'll make you laugh till your stomach hurts. Super fly, nice guy. And pray if you need the word. Probably dressed to the night. Come on, get ready for the star search winner. An OG three times, this ain't no beginner. Whether you in your house, you on your breaker, out to dinner, on your job, in your car, turn it up and it's a remember. Michael Carter. Michael talks to everybody. Michael Carter. Michael talks to everybody. Michael talks to everybody. No, he don't. He talked to everybody. It's Michael talk to everybody. And I'm back, y'all. How y'all doing today? Hello, everybody. Hope your day is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. We're on a topic today that was so good. We had to come back for a part two. We're talking about trans children and trans children operations. Uh, our guest today is a fabulous, lovely Miss Deshaun Gray uh, of Plop Life. Hello podcast. Hello, Deshaun. How are you today? I'm wonderful. You all wanted more and I had more to give. Thank you for being so generous and for coming back and bringing more. The great Anthony Oaks, a comedian out of D.C. Hey, Anthony. Toodles. And Cletus Cassidy from Portsmouth, Virginia. Real comedian. Good afternoon. When I think of plop life, I just think about being regular. That's all I think about. Mm. Well, that's a good thought. That's a very good thought. 
We covered so many wonderful things last time. We talked about chest reconstruction surgery. Um, we talked about top surgery and was it reversible? You know what I was wondering about still puberty blockers. Mm-hmm. What What is that, though? Okay, so I I also want to, like we did on the last show, preface this conversation by saying I am not the trans advocate spokesperson for everybody's, you know, experience. Okay. I do want to say that. Um, I just know what I know. And sometimes what I know ain't even always what it is. See, <laughs> I make this shit up sometimes. Don't worry about it. But no, honestly, um, puberty blockers are exactly what the sounds like. It is um, medication that's prescribed by um, supposedly supposed to be if you go to your um, regular um, health physician, your family doctor, uh-huh. um, they, subs- they they prescribe, um, so it looks subscribe, they prescribe medication that prevents a child basically who is having the feeling of being trans from going through the, um, I'm trying to make sure I say everything correctly because you know everybody gets offended by everything. Um, (laughs) Whatever your um, gender was assigned at birth and you want to transition into the opposite gender, it keeps you from going through the um, transition that you were assigned at birth. So if you want to go from male to female, you don't go through puberty the way a male would. It blocks that from happening so that you can go through puberty in the uh, way that a female would or the opposite gender. Am I correct, Cletus? Mr. Google, is that correct? Or you want to fact check uh, Cletus? I mean, I, I you know, I, I actually looked him up and wondered if I went through it because I saw that it stops penis growth. So I was wondering if I had <laughs> I, maybe those weren't Flintstone vitamins I was taking. But uh, yeah, basically... Uh, what they do is they stop the body from making sex hormones, and that includes uh, testosterone and estrogen. Um, and so right. sex hormones affect um, the primary sex characteristics and the secondary sex characteristics. So like you said, uh, for people who are assigned male at birth, those blockers will slow the growth of facial and body hair. They'll prevent your voice from deepening, and uh, they'll limit the growth of your penis, scrotum, and testicles. And people assigned female at birth, it limits or stops breast development and stops menstruation. Now, it says if you stop it, it'll reverse. So it's not like permanent. What do you mean? It said that you, you, said if, if you stop what? It, you said if you stop, if you stop taking the blockers. Thing. Yeah, the blockers, then it will reverse and go back and you will have the things that you were trying to block. It's not like you could take a certain amount and just stop. I guess you have to okay, keep taking so- I've never taken puberty blockers, so I'm not an expert on puberty blockers. I went through my entire life and I didn't transition till I was in my 20s. But I do know that when you do um, transition, no matter what your age is, you get the hormones. Either you get the estrogen or you get the um, testosterone hormones. Now, what happens if you do not, and that's something you take forever. So I'm assuming that's the I'm assuming okay. maybe you. Go from puberty blockers once you're done with the, once you're done with the puberty age, you you transition again to another type of pill. This is my assumption, but I do know that when I transition, since I since I have, once I take the hormones, I have to take them forever. You cannot ever not take them, even if you've done surgeries. Um, unless you do, they say now they do say that when you have um, the orchiectomy, which is for the when you go from male to female, that's just basically the technical name for tra- uh, castration, removing the um, testes. And so, right. 
you don't produce testosterone any longer. Some you so you don't have to take the um, spirolactone, which is a testosterone, which is a testosterone blocker. You still do take the, the hormones though. So I do know that you take the hormones forever, no matter what your transition is. Even if you go through the whole thing of getting SRS, which is sexual reassignment or uh, vaginoplasty, you still take the hormones because your body is your body. And so you do want to make sure that because because you don't we don't you you don't naturally produce estrogen. And so if you're going from male to female, so you do take those forever. Now, I do know that if you do not have the um, orchiectomy, if you stop taking them, that testosterone comes back like a freight train. And the doctor, a good doctor would tell you that they were like, you will grow hair in places you didn't go hair before. Okay. All right. It comes back like with a vengeance. It also gives the children and the parents time to explore their options before deciding whether or how to transition. Exactly. Nice. Nice. Okay. Because what I was coming from is position of the parent and the parent who didn't know, the parent who didn't see this coming. Um, No, 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 no. No, that's not, that's, parents we're not, always we're not see even, it coming. We're not even going to put all of this responsibility on the child or the person who's going through transition. Everybody, everybody, parent knows their child. Period. Whether you accept it, whether you believe in it, whether you want to, I, there's there are people who would like beg to differ with that. But you know, that's not. I mean, that's just like if you have a kid that talk too much at home and get to school and say the teacher say you you talk too much in class. You know that kid do that at home. You know your children. You know your mm. family, you know your people. So some there's some things certain people can say to you about a person that you know them. You'd be like, they might not have said that, they might not have did that, or they may have. Now there is room for people to you know change and have other kinds of um, experiences in life. But as far as who you are internally, that is just who you are, no matter what your gender is. Your your personality has nothing to do with how you transition. So a lot a lot of ki- a lot of parents maybe shy away from it don't want their kid to go through it or in denial of some sort, but mm. you know your child. You may not know they're necessarily trans, but you know that they're not like, you know, little Jimmy and them over there. I've asked I won't my beg mom. to differ. I said, my fault, Anthony. I said, I won't beg to differ. I'll just differ. Um, I think that, I, I, you know, of course, again, I can't speak from experience because I've never done that before, but I have known other people who have gone through those types of situations. So I think the only thing that um, I beg the difference to say is because what types of situations uh, when they when they've gone through um, having gender assignment or reassignment, usually as adults, not as kids. And it has caught some people off guard. Um, but the only reason why I say that is it because uh, sometimes it depends on what type of family, community and situation that you grow up in. There are a lot of people who have one of the things that they do is that they mask. Uh, what is going on with them internally until they're able to try to kind of almost like people say live in their truth. And so um, that I have noticed that that and but I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong at all. I'm saying that there are some there are some people who have had to hide it for whatever period of time that they've gone through. They've gone through everything in life like you see it uh, with a lot of professional athletes. Who, who said, and not necessarily have had gender reassignment, but who have said they've hidden their sexuality and the things that they do for whatever period because they didn't feel like as a professional athlete, you could be open with who you were. Well, that's something did. totally, I understand what you're saying, but we're, that's something totally different. We're not talking about adults. We're talking about children, puberty. He's asking about the parents and the children. And as a child, you don't know to mask anything. The One of the most honest people on earth are children. Because their children, kids are not jaded. They don't know the difference between right and wrong until you tell them what right and wrong is. Everyone is born loving and trusting. 
Love is innate in who you are. Right. All of so the stuff you have you're to learn. Taught, don't talk to that person. Don't be careful of be this. Scared Those of stranger. Yeah. A kid will go to you reach out, your kid will go to anybody. So you're talking about a kid not knowing what gender is. See, we put that off on children, no matter whether they're homosexual, transsexual, or whatever the case may be. We see little boys, you got a little girlfriend at school, you kiss. That's sexuality. That's sexuality. Mm -hmm. That is impressing upon a child what you feel like their experience should be. You can see little kids playing around and doing little little boys or little girls doing maybe feminine and or, or tomboy things. We give them those particular names. We give them that for a reason. Some girls are just little girls. Some boys are just rough ass boys. So I don't I don't know if it's if people are suppressing it or if it's denial or what. But my friend, he was crushed by it. He did not see it coming. You know, and, and you're saying that they know. And I'm saying, I don't know if parents always know. I think he's still dealing with it right now. In fact, I sent him a link and asked him if before this hour is over, he'd jump in because he still don't know how to deal with it. But he was totally caught off guard. At least that's how he acts and that he's surprised about it and that his daughter is is now uh, uh, her son. And for as long as he didn't even know how to talk to them, they they still have difficulty talking with each other. And I'm just saying, do you always know as a press as a parent? Well, I'm not saying. Wait, wait, that wait, 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 because he's holding his hand up. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. And then you I'm can jump right after. Go ahead. Yes. So uh, I had this conversation with my parents. I feel like there's as a parent who lives in the home with their child mm-hmm. every single day, you know who your child is. Oh, and you know who your child is. You are, mm-hmm. these are children. So you observe you. them basically every minute of the day. If mm. they're not in day school, you're with, you're living with them. You know who your children are. My mother, when I came out to her, I was in college. I took her out to breakfast. I was like, yeah, you know, blah, 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 blah. She was like, boy, I know you did not waste money taking me out to breakfast and tell me this that I already knew when you was two years Period. old. Now, she wow. was, she's a minister. Both my parents are ministers. They right. would never acknowledge that as a child when I was younger. You. They mm. would never say it out loud. They would never come to the full fruition in their minds that that was a possibility because of the Bible. But they always knew. And I asked them specifically, and Mm. as a parent, you should always know what is going on with your child, even if you don't want to accept it. Then maybe he should have been paying more attention. Yeah, that's I, I. So I don't. I, so either way, I don't think is a negative. I just don't think that every parent. And whenever we use absolutes, I think that we, you know, we mess up because there's always gonna be that one person. Like everybody don't like water. Every black person don't like watermelon. There's gonna be one out there that just don't. So when we say like, oh, absolutely, yeah. So, absolutely. so when I was saying it again, I wasn't trying to dispute what you're saying, but I do think that even some kids are perceptive perceptive enough to see that when their parents have a certain so Anthony I know what you being like you saying what you being a past uh, a PK um you were even perceptive enough as a as a PK to say I waited until I got to college because you knew what maybe had a idea of what your parents reaction would be mm-hmm. some kids know that even they even into intuitively because of the behavior of the parents and they will kind of mask it. I'm not saying that that's every kid or even a whole slew of them. And that goes both ways. Because even 
as difficult as it is for for a lot of kids to talk to their parents about their sexuality, imagine right. to them having to go talk to them about, and of course you all may know differently, talk to them about gender assignment. That's even uh, even but rougher. But it doesn't assignment. mean the parents don't know whether they hey, choose choose to accept it or not. Like I had girlfriends, you know what I'm saying? They were beards at the time, you know what I'm saying? They weren't like I wasn't sexually attracted to them, but I knew that I had to keep a certain certain type of prowess about myself being the and where I was from and, you know, who I was around and in church and my parents and things of that nature. That did not stop my parents from knowing that all of that, knowing that that was a gang. <laughs> so do the parents always know? We'll be right back. We had to take a quick, quick break and we'll pick it up there. Do the parents always know? Because I'm telling you, my friend is still in a state of shock over it, you know, and he really loves his baby and they can't have a relationship because... They're coming from different spaces. Okay, we'll be right back. Michael talks to everybody today. Uh, uh, children and dealing with uh, gender assignment and their gender and, well, who they are. Figuring out who they are. We'll be right back. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And we're back. So, yeah, I'm wondering if, if some kids hide it so well. But I, I don't know. 
Anthony, well, you sound is, like you're why. right. If you watch and watching your baby all the time, no matter what he try to hide, you eventually see what the what your child is. I think. Okay, go ahead. We'll, so he's saying this this is what I wanted to say, too. We have to change the way that we speak about and the words we've chosen very carefully. Mm-hmm. Hiding, masking. Those are mm-hmm. difficult and very intentional behaviors. I didn't mask or hide anything. I didn't know what the fuck was going on with me. So I didn't have anything to explain to anybody. Mm-hmm. I just knew, similar to the experience of Anthony, I grew up from my entire life until I moved out of my home and went to college, there was never a girlfriend that came over. There was never, any females came over, we was Kiki sisters, we going out and we spent a night. Nobody ever questioned anything at all. There was none of those experiences. I didn't take anybody. I, I went to, I went to, I had a, I did have a prom date. Right. I didn't want to go by myself, but mm-hmm. we went in a group. Okay. We just, me and her just wore the similar color. That's what right. they took <laughs> together. Right, right. So they was not, it was not, <laughs> Anything like that. So that to me, even if you're not paying attention, that's enough for you to say. Now, when we're talking about gender reassignment, that's something different. That may be something you don't know because we don't know yet. So it's not a masking or hiding thing. We have to make sure we don't put that kind of pressure on kids or people or even adults who just don't know. We just want to everybody's trying to figure shit out. So I can't come to you and explain to you who I am when I'm still figuring things out. I just knew that I did not like girls. And I did also knew that it, I know it was a possibility. I had grew growing up. I know what it, I didn't even know there was vernacular called trans or how to transition or what that was. The, only, mm-hmm. the closest mm-hmm. thing we ever saw was RuPaul or drag queens. We didn't, and that wasn't a trans person. So I was like, I don't know what this is. I just know that in my mind, in my imagination, I am a female. But Deshaun, some people had to. Some people did mask. Some people did hide. Some people I don't knew want to, you can't say that, that they you were, cannot say and that. they if didn't if want if nobody if to know. We're talking about puberty. Mm-hmm. That's very that's very harsh and that's very intentional. As an adult, if you're you know got a panty drawer and you got you going out cross dressing whatever and hiding and you live this double life, that's something totally different. Children don't live double lives. We don't live mm. double lives. Oh. We're not DL. We're not living double lives as kids. We're just trying to figure out life. No one, no one, as a heterosexual male, no one asks you to know how to take care of a home, take care of a woman, do all these things. You had to figure those things out. Either you were taught or you went through experience of seeing it or imagining it or all those different things. No one taught you those things. Now, if you were responsible enough to know that as an adult and still did the opposite, that's hiding and masking. Now, I do see, now, we we are speaking in absolutes. And I do understand where Cletus is coming from because I'll take me and my best friend, uh, for instance. We're the same age, best friends for life since birth. Best friends. Two peas in a pod. Now, mm-hmm. whereas I was not a very sexual person either way growing up, okay. um, and I didn't have my first sexual experience until I went off to college. Whereas my best my best friend, mm-hmm. I mean, he was having all the boys in the eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he lived a very different life than I lived. You know, he was having, and he was, you know what I'm saying? Not to say he was living a double life because as a child, he can't, he wasn't bringing boyfriends home or nothing like that. He, you know what I'm saying? He still had good girlfriends and stuff like that, beards, as they say. But our experience was very different. Hmm. And you say he was having boys in eighth grade, which means he wasn't the only one. True. Oh, true. Mm -hmm. Hands down. Mm -hmm. 
He wasn't. And, and unfortunately, it, a lot of that, does, some of that happens. I've seen that as well. But for the most part, it is when you have children who do go through, not for your friend, but sometimes, uh, and I'll say that for some people, just for not for for lack of using absolute, but a lot, a majority, more than more than not, children who are sexual in their sex in their homosexuality. I'll speak mm-hmm. from that standpoint. A lot of times when they are like that, it is with older straight men. Oh wow! Most times, okay. little boys are not kissing little boys. Most times. Mm. You count it on your fingers. No, most no, most times I, it is. But I couldn't figure out how to uh, be with older straight. Uh, is straight in air quotes? Yes. Oh, okay. Straight, whatever, whatever, those, whatever those people who are masking. Those are the maskers. Got, in the okay, hiders. got you. Because uh, when you was like uh, boys having it with older straight men, I was like, I don't think he's straight that, at that point. Because these are not people who were professing to be correct, professing to be homosexual. Got they you. were just straight around. You know, there was a. Got you. And in my family, who was... (laughs) Honey, the stories. The stories stories. that I could tell. The stories. But see, I wasn't... But but see, my my sexual experience was not something I looked to because I wasn't looking to... That was a different part for me. I was just looking to find out who I was and how to become the woman that I always saw myself in my head. It had nothing to do with anybody outside of me. Um, I didn't have crushes on little boys or anything like that when I was growing up. I just knew I wasn't attracted to girls. So obviously there were little boys I thought were cute when I would, they were the same age as me. I don't want to say little boys like I was an adult who were the same age as me who I thought were, you know, but I would never think to approach them or anything like that because I was still figuring me out. And I just didn't want to get my, I didn't want to get my ass full because I wasn't a wimp and I could fight. And I had a lot of family who, if you touched me, you would be flattened out but it wasn't something that i sought after to do but it's just it didn't ever happen and so and and i also came from a time growing up where the sexual education for us was don't have sex you're gonna get a disease or pregnant that's it sometimes right, both you know, at the same I'm a, time i'm a 70s baby so that was sexual that was sexual education right there so, that's it yes yeah, so the herpes was real back then so let me so let real, me ask real. you this deshaun and this is so mm-hmm. crazy because this kind of educates me and it's something that i don't understand and so this <laughs> is a complex question but it maybe not so would you n- not consider yourself homosexual because you always were a woman who or you always felt as though you were a woman and wanted to date men or how 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 what would your thought no, process be? No, that's not be? a complex question because you're you you would you you would that's not a complex question. You are absolutely right. You would have to go through that because if I at the time if I'm considering this but I'm not presenting like you can you know when you see me you see woman and this is who I am today. At that point I did not have. I didn't transition. So I would have to say it was the homosexual experience because I hadn't transitioned who I was, my presentation, my gender, any of that. It was just feelings in my head of wanting to be who I am. And even 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 into early adulthood, into early 20, they're very early 20s, like 20, 21. I, I dated boys as a what you call young, young gay boy. And I had boyfriends and boys who were interested in me. And the minute I said I want to transition and the minute I start transitioning, they were like, ew, no, uh-uh. Okay, you have to say this one more time to me so I can get it. And I can really <laughs> hold this and, and accept this. Uh-huh. You're saying to me that children who feel the, other, the opposite than their body was born never feel a certain way where they hide it. Never. In every case, 
They just come out and be the thing that they think they are. In all cases, you're saying that. Well, we don't want to say came absolute. Off of Once again, like Anthony and Cletus did point out, that is a that, that is a very because I'm a person who agrees with that as well, and I can't say absolutely because of this subject being so um, touching to me. Because generally, mm-hmm. I am a person who says you can't say every because there's always exceptions to the rule. Mm-hmm. So, but but for for the most part, most of us don't because we're still a lot of a lot of us are figuring trying to figure it out there yeah. are some there are some you know you there's cases of little boys having little girls clothes or you know you hear people saying i used to wear my sister's clothes or my brother's pants or you know things like that you know what they could consider cross-dressing because they just feel more comfortable to them they were more depressed there are people i've talked to before that said when they had l- girls who was like when i had to put them dresses on i just would cry and i would fight i didn't want to wear it i didn't want to do it you know mm-hmm. they just didn't want to be whatever they were, their parents or their um, guardians or whoever was raising them were trying to present and thought they should be. Okay. And also, I just wanted to point out that even when kids, like I, let me tell you, my mama used to dress down. So I used to Mm -hmm. play, I used to wear her closet out. I'm talking about shoulder pads, (laughs) shoulder pads, honey, you could call me um, designing women because I just knew I was Julia Sugarbaker. Heels, she had the elastic belts (laughs) with the big buckles, you know what I'm saying? I was Mm -hmm. into all of that. I never felt like I was a woman. That never, that never entered my mind. I never felt like I was a woman, but Mm -hmm. I sure did try those clothes on and would be prancing around in them, you know what I'm saying? Just because I liked them. I liked clothes and I wanted to get into fashion. That's what I wanted. But I don't think that there was like a sexuality attached to that. You seem like a prancer too, Anthony. You know what the funny part about that? I'm sorry. I was like, Anthony seems like a prancer. He seems like he... <laughs> Not a prancer, dancer, Don or Vixen, right. comic Cupid. That is, I mean, is, that is the reindeer he is, correct. <laughs> But the funny thing about that is, and, and not to just really fuck your mind up, uh, Mr. Collier, lots of times as children who do dress in, like little boys, like Anthony was just saying, dress in women's clothes and prance around, mm-hmm. those are not the trans people. That's the funny part about it. Most times in the in, in the community, not always, again, we're not absolutely saying everybody. Right. A lot of times, those are little gay boys having fun most times. Most times people who are dealing with that or knowing or feeling, you know, I'm a little girl or I'm a little boy, the opposite sex, don't play around in it because it's such a touchy subject for them. They feel like now I'm going to be outed in a way. Okay. It may not be that terminology, but they're going to feel like they're going to know and I'm still figuring it out. So, we're down to the last five minutes. So I was wondering, do do you talk to do the does the parent talk to a child? I mean, once the child discovers that he's he's a different gender than he was born in, then is it does the parent then talk to him and explain to him what it is he's going through, or does he pretty much in most cases leave him on their own to figure it out? I would hope so, but that that has nothing to do. I don't think has anything to do with sexuality. I think that just happens. That just happens to fall into the line of parenting styles. Mm. I, I think that as a parent, so I know what the black community in in general would do is kind of leave that thing alone. You come say that as a kid, they're gonna be like, "And mm-hmm. tonight is spaghettios." Um, right. But I think that then also, we don't talk about it. Well, they're not. No, no, no. <laughs> but I also think that comes out of two things. It comes out of uh, comes out of a fear. Um, because a lot of things that we don't understand, we fear. So a lot of parents fear not knowing how to deal with it. Like I wouldn't know how to deal with it. I just wouldn't know what to say. But Deshaun was even saying that if she's trying to figure it out, if she can't figure it out, 
how do I know how to figure it out as a parent? And that's a very scary place to be in, to have your kid and not be able to help them. Because most times your 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 response is going to be no matter what you say, even if you get the correct vernacular, that's wrong. And you know, especially culture has something to do with it. You know, our experiences, black people is going to be like, child, we're going to pray everything away. We're going to talk to the pastor. And even from other people's standpoints, that you know, these conversion camps, you don't hear about about a lot of black people going to conversion camps. You hear about a lot of white kids going to conversion camps. So mm. there, no matter what your background is, it's still a it's still, you know, we're going to go to God with this, or we're going to do it. We're just not going to talk about it. we just going to just keep it moving. Okay, I, I got to get this in. My friend Johnny just uh, came up here. And Johnny, our Hi, topic. Johnny. <laughs> Who's Johnny? To Sean. She said. He said. And smiled. And look the way. other way. <laughs> oh, my God. Johnny, our, <laughs> our topic today is actually, it's a two-parter. It's transgender children and transgender children's operations. But what I was saying is I watched you deal and still watch you deal with your child who's trans and who's transgendered. And I, I was saying, does the parent always know early on uh, and they don't really look at her? Did you know early on that your child was feeling that she was not in the right body or he was not in the right body? Or just different, just different. 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 Um, I knew something was going on, but knowing your child's so young. It's okay okay to have those emotions. It's difficult. Let me say this to you, Johnny, because I know the time is going. I know you're feeling a lot. Be patient with yourself. Mm, Nice. Be patient with yourself, because the one thing I can tell you is that we've had a lot of wrong information from television shows sometimes um, and movies where they say, I'm just going to say it at the Thanksgiving dinner table just to do a shocker. The last thing, especially when you have a good relationship with your child, the last thing I ever wanted to do was make anybody in my family feel bad. It is not a dig against you. You didn't do anything wrong. I had to I had to sit and have that conversation. Besides the coming of t- transitioning to who I was, I had to let my grandmother who raised me and my mom know you because my grandma's like, what didn't I do? You did every fucking thing yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. did everything right. And people just are born as what people are. I used to think it was a choice, but people are born as what they actually are. You know, the one thing we have to always remember is children come through you, not to you. I agree. A child comes through you, not to you. It does not stop with you. You can raise your kid with the best intentions and give them all the opportunities and they can still go out there and rob banks. What is your feeling right now, though, Johnny, about what your situation is? I think a lot of people are getting confused with there is a problem. There's not. Our, Our children come in as they're supposed to. Society says you need to behave a certain way, but your child is beautiful and blessed. That's the way I feel. And you support your baby. That's it. That's it. But I want to say this too, because I, okay. I want to make sure we don't miss this particular point as well. It is not always, because I don't want to make it seem like every parent who's upset or thinks obstinate just doesn't like their children. There are parents who love their kids, who knows how the world is going to view them. And that's another fear. I don't want you murdered, killed, hurt, or harmed. I love you. But everybody in the world don't. And I can't keep eyes on you 24-7. That's also another fear of another lot of parents that we make sure that we have to make sure we point out as well. Wow. I, I really gotta go. Did you have a last thing you want to say? But speak loudly. 
Uh, Johnny, did you have one more thing you wanted to say? As a parent, the most important thing is that your keep your child safe. The most important thing as a parent is what? Keep your child keep safe. Keep the safety of your child. Okay, good. I just want to make sure it's clear what you're saying and keep the child safe. We really have to go. I'm so sorry you caught, you caught the last bit of it, Johnny, and you'll be able to go back and hear it. I love you, brother. Thank you for jumping on. Hey, I got to thank all y'all, but I got to thank all y'all and tell y'all goodbye because we passed the time. First and foremost, Miss, Miss Deshaun, let me tell you, Deshaun Gray, you are wonderful. You are awesome. You are so plugged in to who you are and what you are, and you enunciated so clearly. Thank you so much, and thanks for being patient with me, because, you know, I'm still trying to figure out the things, and, and you get me straight on it each time. Tell people how they can Thank find you. Thank you for recognizing my genius. <laughs> 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 Tell them how they can find you. But you can find me at Deshaun Gray on all social media platforms. You can also find me at Plop Life, P-L-O-P-P-L-I-S-E podcast on all social media platforms, also ploplife.com. And I would also would be honored if you're open to it, uh, Mr. Collier, to keep Johnny in touch with myself because there's a lot of things that are probably not for public consumption mm -hmm. that he probably wants to talk about or deal with or go through and process. And I'm very open to that. May Johnny call you? Absolutely. Okay, I will make sure I take care of that. He's got a big smile on his face. I think he'd <laughs> like to. Anthony Oaks, comedian par excellence from D.C. Where are we going to see you at next? What's up? Well, you're going to see me August the 11th through the 13th at the D.C. Improv hosting for Michael Collier and Cletus Cassidy. Make sure you get your tickets. You can also find me and I've been gay since Jim and the Holograms dot com. <laughs> Cletus. Uh, skip Cletus. Skip Cletus. We ain't got time. I, I agree. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so much happening right here. Um, first of all, you cannot find me celebrating Deshaun because she ain't all that great. <laughs> no, nah, it, was, it was great for Deshaun. Do you hear the hate, Anthony? I, try I hear to, it. I try to drink it He's in the morning. He's a thundercat. That's Lionel. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I, didn't, I think y'all just spoke gay to me and I don't even know what happened. So <laughs> I'm just going to get out of here as fast as I can. Y'all can find me on all forms of social media. That's at Cletus Comedy, C-L-E-T-U-S. If I can spell comedy, I don't want you following me. Also, you can find me at straight is not only how you should drive on the street.com. <laughs> oh my God. Johnny Pink, Johnny uh, is also a great uh, photographer. And Johnny, I didn't want to reveal all your name because I don't know if you want people to know your business. But um, thank you for dropping in. It, it, even a few moments we had with you were very important. And we got the fair sensitivity of it and understand the ideal. And plus, you'll get a chance to talk to Deshaun and hook it up and learn some things. that I know you have some questions, man, that she can help you answer. So thank you for being on the show, Johnny. You know, hey, I'm your boy, Michael Kaya. I'm here for three shows a week at iHeart. Michael talks to air body. Please spell it right. And we are speaking to some of the most fascinating people in the world. So come back and check us out again. Just go on iHeart. If you're not or if you already have, down, have us downloaded, download us. Also, five days a week, I do the Michael Kaye Morning Show on YouTube with Cletus and several other wonderful folks every morning. So please get at us. Um, Go ahead and continue to love yourself. God already digs you. You you are covered, man. You are you are protected and you are loved no matter what anybody else in the world has to say. Keep God first. It's going to be all right as soon as the, the swelling goes down. I love y'all. Ain't nothing you can do about it. I'm your boy, Michael Kaya, and Michael talks to everybody. See you next time. Hey, tell your mama to call me. All right. Woo, 
I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign, Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if you got some time left on it. And my morning show, oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo, five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.